You're listening to the Holistic Spaces podcast brought to you by Mindful Design Feng Shui School. Episode 264, Small Bites from Pure Professor, Romance, with special guest Catherine Metz. Welcome to episode 264 of the Holistic Spaces podcast, where we hope to inspire, educate, and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you. Angie Cho and Laura Morris are the founders of the Mindful Design Feng Shui School. We teach Feng Shui online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Be sure to sign up for our mailing list. You can sign up in the show notes on your podcast app or visit mindfuldesignschool.com slash podcast. So this week we have our teacher, Catherine, back on the podcast. So Catherine is a master teacher and she is the founder and creator of Feng Shui Storyboard, which is now under the umbrella of Mindful Design School as Pure Professor. So over the years, Catherine's chronicled His Holiness Grandmaster Professor Lin Yun's teachings, and she's a virtual repository of knowledge and wisdom, both ancient and modern. We have her here once a month, and welcome, Catherine. Thanks. It's great to be with you guys again. Thank you. And this month... The topic of the month is romance, and this is because we have, depending on when you're listening to this, Valentine's Day, either it's, this is going to come out just before Valentine's Day, but you might be listening to this afterwards. But, you know, I think even if you're not a Hallmark card type of person, we still are aware of the holidays that we have around us. And so it's a, it's a nice time, a nice way of the calendar reminding us about romance and love and partnership because this is really so essential to our human existence and it's also a whole area of the bagua because it's so important like just along with wealth and our health and children and our work one of those very important pillars in our lives are our partnerships and our romantic partnerships, right? So when I was looking back at Catherine's archive, her Small Bites archive, there was one regarding Valentine's Day. So if you don't know the Bagua or about the Bagua, there's an area of the Bagua called Kun, which is also listed as partnership or marriage or romance, right? Or love, right? And Laura, could you tell the listeners a little bit about that area in case they don't know? Yeah. So Kun, and I probably talked about it a bit before, but Kun, as every area of the Bagua has many, many layers. And we'll get into this a little bit more, right, Catherine, when we talk a little bit about this deeper. But when I think of Kun, I like to zoom out a lot and even go further out than partnerships. And I like to think of it as receptivity as nurturing, as a place where you can connect on a really deep level. So Quen is earth in the I Ching, but I always envision it as that black, really rich, fertile earth where you can plant seeds. So for me, it's all of the things of like nurturing and building a relationship or nurturing and caring for yourself. And then, of course, there's Mother Earth. There's a lot of that sort of essence to it. And I think where we get to, and a lot of times when we talk about feng shui, we boil it down to this 
love and romance. It really is about acceptance, caring deeply for someone and being that earth for them to grow and to cultivate these deep relationships. That's what I think of. Yeah. yeah. Catherine? Yeah. What you? Empathy, you know, creating empathy, embracing everything that comes with the relationship, the difficulties and the the wonderfulness of it all. And I think it's it's also a very feminine gua. It's the gua of the mother and the daughters and the sisters. And I think that's really important in this conversation of romance as well, that that we come to one another in and when we struggle with our partnerships, we can gather as women to discuss that. I think that's an important piece of this as well. Yeah, there's the yin quality to it is it being the most yin of the areas. And I think each of us has that part in us. And it's that, I don't want to say vulnerability, but it's the strength to be yourself, to be vulnerable, to be open. And honestly, if you want to have a very deep and meaningful relationship, you have to show up authentically, you have to be vulnerable, but then you also have to be willing to nurture and care for someone else selflessly, right? So there's all these qualities that may sound kind of Mother Earth and Gaia-like and all these kinds of th sounds, but it really is, when you think about having a great relationship with someone, it is about caring really deeply and being, and really wanting to nurture them and take care of them. And being able to stand on your own two feet and not lose yourself to have the earth beneath your feet and 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 have it support you in that process of learning new skills and, and new ways of being with another person. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's really important with showing up in relationships because I think a lot of people maybe show up or aren't grounded on their own two feet when they show up to a relationship. Maybe sometimes. And it's also important to note that even though like this area is considered a feminine area, when we look at these concepts of feminine and masculine from the Taoist perspective, it's not necessarily your gender. It's that every person has a masculine aspect and a feminine aspect of themselves just like even in Taoist medicine, we have a right, you know, a masculine side and a feminine side, and it doesn't necessarily relate to your gender. And of course, those positions change all the time. But it's, it is interesting to unpack this particular area of the Bagua or this particular trigram that we're going to talk about is considered the receptive and is considered that more feminine side. And again, connected with the concept of the mother or mother earth and reproductive organs and the role a mother takes because everyone does have a mother, right? So that leads us to this other aspect that we wanted to explore that, that Catherine talks about in her small bite. For those of you that know a little bit more about feng shui or the I Ching, there's different. There's actually different bogwoods and we're not going to get into that. We never get into that. We do with our, in our certification program. We do teach that to our certification students because it's not easy to explain over a podcast in 30 minutes. And it's also like diving really deep and it may confuse you. But an interesting thing that Catherine's going to talk about right now and speak to is that there's another Bagua that gives an underlying kind of what we call like a 
pre-heaven, a preconception kind of understanding of what may be underneath what we call the former heaven association to Kun, which is that area of the Bagua related to, let's say, partnership or love, is actually the wealth trigram, which is called Shun, or also it's, it's actually called the wind trigram. That one's related to Shun position. Maybe I'm just making it more confusing. But anyway, Catherine, you, you just explain what it means now. <laughs> yeah, so if, if, if our Bagua was transparent um, behind partnership, we would see wind. So we have these two trigrams sitting one on top of the other. So we have to think about the qualities of wind when we think about a partnership. So I've sort of listed them in this small bite. And some of the qualities of wind, the universal attributes of wind are the fact that you can pick up these qualities in yourself and develop them in yourself. So sometimes wind is gentle and slow and it's like a, a, a gentle breeze. And that relates to bringing you sort of a new approach to things in a gentle way. So you might learn a new approach to your partner when things get difficult, or you may meet someone and realize that they need to hear from you that's the softer side of you, right? So that's a quality of wind. Wind is also, the quality we can learn from wind is to be deliberate and cautious. We don't want to move too fast but we want the wind to cool you off. And we're deliberate in our words if we need to cool off an argument. So we can use wind in that way, just like a cool breeze will blow past you and you feel more at ease. Wind is very patient. I mean, wind can change the side of a mountain, right? It can polish off a rock just as water does. Wind can do the same thing. So it reminds us to be patient with ourselves and with another person in relationship. And wind can be very flexible. Wind can, you know, run into a building. And I, and I noticed this when I lived in New York, that I would come around a corner of a tall building and just be blasted by the wind. So the wind w wants to blow in a certain direction. But when a building stands in its way, the wind can move in another direction. So we learn flexibility from that and the, the ability to see an obstacle in a relationship and move around it and, and sometimes even through it because wind can also penetrate. Like your soft words can penetrate a person's heart. So we learn all of these things from wind. And I think that when we see those universal attributes of wind sitting right behind partnership, as we study more deeply the I Ching, it gives us a lot of information about who we are and how we can interact with others. The one other word, Catherine, that when you're talking about wind that I always think about, and even when you do read the I Ching for anyone out there that does, and I know there's quite a few people that follow it and uh, study it, is the idea penetrating is one, and then the other is gentle. Mm -hmm. The idea of being gentle and things moving not necessarily slowly, maybe slowly, but in in gentle, deliberate, as you said, ways that are not forceful and not pushing. And there is this kindness and diplomacy, a lot of that, that I always think of these qualities with wind, with the wind hexagram shun. And so it's interesting when you overlay that the insight that you get when now that when you when you when you talk about that 
kind of an advanced way of looking at those two baguas layered over, over each other, but it really does give you uh, tools to think about in your in in building really great relationships. Gentle, you know, being diplomatic, and then you know having both sides of of kun, which gives you that nurturing and that loving qualities, like that mothering qualities, and then also having that diplomatic, quieter gentle approach, which is, I think, sounds like a pretty good way to try and cultivate a good relationship. And I think that that wind can also be quite strong at times, and that can be useful when needed as well. So there are times when we really have to be bold and like the movement of thunder because thunder and wind come together. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's needed to wake us up or to wake up a, a moment when we're together and something really needs to come forth. Mm -hmm. So I think wind can be helpful in that way as well. Mm -hmm. And I know we have some adjustments, which we'll, we won't talk about one particular adjustment that actually touches on four different guas and all of those work together. And one of them is the idea of shun and that listening part of it, right? with that and then you know the th also even integrating as you mentioned this the thunder and and all of it working together to help a relationship for people to listen to one another but also be heard yeah and also to that you you develop the ears to listen mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. that's an important part as yeah. well another piece of that it's a really cool, it's it's a really cool, we teach our students, but it's a really cool adjustment because when you kind of go through it, you learn about all the nuances of each of these areas in a really interesting way, like each of four different guas. So it's really quite cool. And so it just made me think of when you were talking about wind uh, as well and that working, because to make, you know, couples listen to one another and have the tools to listen to one another. And it's a really interesting adjustment and it touches on those things that you mentioned. So it just brought that, maybe think of that. Yeah. Um, Do you want to share that, that one particular adjustment in wind, Catherine? Yeah, I think it's really simple. You just take a nine inch piece of red ribbon and you hang it somewhere in the area of wind, which would be you know, the upper left-hand corner of a room or the lot, wh wherever you find that particular gua, whether it's on the, the lot or the house or the a room. So it might be in the bedroom if you're thinking about romance and partnership. Yeah, so maybe to keep it simple for people, if you stand in the doorway of your bedroom looking in the far left corner is the area of your bedroom that relates to wind, which if you're not listening, it's connected to the romance area, but it's kind of an indirect way of working with this idea of actually seeing below the meaning of a relationship and seeing the importance of listening and hearing. And cultivating your own chi to be able to come forth in that moment with understanding and flexibility and empathy and, and that it happens, that the more you think about it and practice and adjust for it, the more it becomes easy and natural. That's a really nuanced adjustment for feng shui, but I thought we could also each share like a success story from a client that we could share with the audience with maybe some kind of actionable tip for them. So 
I can go first. Mm -hmm. So I recently did a home consultation for the founder of Elephant Journal. And so this is actually one of our other podcasts. I don't remember what number. Could you look it up real quick, Laura? Mm -hmm. You can listen to this podcast. And and I recently did a little follow-up with Waylon Lewis of Elephant Journal. And he told me, uh, you can also see this conversation on his podcast and on our Instagram, but he told me that when we recorded our episode for his home consultation, so it's episode 239, he was he really wanted to meet a partner. And he had been engaged last year or the year before, and he was pretty heartbroken. And the very little that I could see on his floor plan, which is very difficult to read, was clearly I could see that there was a secondary door. He had a mudroom in his relationship area of his home. And not only did it have a secondary door, this mudroom, he, when he told me about it and took me into that room, you can see he's like, oh, this is a room that everyone comes in and out of. Like there's, I, we just throw crap in here. This is a room that ends up getting like accumulating all the extra things. And it was really a room that he had neglected. So I encouraged him to just pay attention to that because if he is looking for a partner, that relates. And also, you know, having that secondary door there means that people can come more in and out of his life. And he really, at this point, wants just one person to come into his life and stay. He doesn't want people coming in and out. He wants to have one person that he could really love. And so he told me that he, since we talked, he took the time to actually tidy up the room. He spent time cleaning up the room with the intention that he didn't just want it to be a place that he would just let things accumulate that he didn't want to think about. And he said that he met someone. So I thought that was a really wonderful story. I have one to share. A student of mine, a very young woman, had been meeting man after man, and they were all, she said, the same in that they did not treat her well. I mean, just it was just happening over many years. And... So I said, well, just change your hairstyle often. And she did. And she's now with this amazing young man and his family owns a beautiful vineyard in Brazil. And she sent me pictures of them having a picnic <laughs> overlooking this beautiful vineyard. And they're very, very happy. And she's just so excited. And it was as simple as changing her hairstyle. A number of times and that was that was just so much fun to hear and to see and to now follow up and and i love it when we get these stories that sometimes we don't get answers and we don't get these stories and when we do it makes us pretty happy it makes me happy anyway i know yeah that's one that um because for the listeners there is like a formal situation for that one for that particular adjustment and sometimes we give it to our students and i know they don't do it <laughs> They don't do it. But Laura, you said you also mm -hmm. had a success had, with that I've one. I've had, yeah, a, a, a long time ago, I had a client that that did it. And as as you said, Angie, I've, you know, it was an adjustment that I would give to people that came that would say they wanted to meet someone and very few people actually went through and did it. But she did. And when, you know, you do it, as Catherine says, you're changing your hairstyle. It's, I like to explain sort of, it's almost like a little bit of a life lesson. It's like a wake up call. So sometimes if these, in this case, it was a woman, you know, showing up, getting the same 
results the same over and over and over again. And you need to break the pattern. So what is going like you need to something needs to change. So the idea I love behind this is the fact that when you change your hairstyle, you not only change your hairstyle, you've made the intention to show up fresh, to shift your chi and 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 maybe show the world a new side of you and see what comes. And I always think it's a great because, you know, it's a even even doing a hairstyle that you may think you, oh, I could never do that. Doing it and seeing what shows up for you. Because I think sometimes people sell themselves short. Sometimes people look for the same thing over and over again in themselves as well as in their partners. So I think it's a great, it's a great adjustment. But for me personally, one that I did, and I'm I'm going like to feng shui like 101 book that you bought at Barnes and Noble, you open it up and you're like, what do I do to meet someone? So, <laughs> uh, so I did this, uh, over 20 years ago when I was tired of meeting the same old, you know, guy that I was saying the wrong people for me. And I ended up doing, finding my love corner and putting two candles in it and lighting them and setting the intention to meet someone different. I also wrote down sort of qualities that I wanted to cultivate or bring into this new relationship. And, you know, for me, it worked. And I met my husband, I don't know, like a couple, like a week later. And so for me, that was that, that worked for me, but that's like literally the one where if you Google, how do I meet someone? It's like, <laughs> Put two candles in your love corner. <laughs> and I did it. Uh, and well, it <laughs> well what I kept thinking when you guys were talking, Catherine and Laura, like, it's like, that's, it's a tale as old as time. It is. Always <laughs> finding the same partner, always finding the same person that does the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so, it's so funny because I had one woman who had very short hair and she felt she didn't, she couldn't do it. And so it was for her, the learning she got from that particular adjustment was to be creative. And so she kind of pasted a, you know, a bow on one side one day and she got, and she realized she could go out that way and just people would comment. And, and that's, that's another piece of this is people go, oh, you know, you got your hair cut or you, you know, you're wearing your hair in a different way and it begins a conversation. And, and, but she really learned to be more flexible and creative. And that was wonderful. You know what I've learned recently is because you guys have known me a long time, both of you. And and I don't know if you've seen me so much, Catherine, because like Zoom is more of a recent thing for us. But I always have a different hairstyle. Right, Laura? Mm-hmm. And so it's not hard for me to change a hairstyle, my hairstyle. But I only realized recently that most people get the same exact hairstyle their entire life. I didn't yeah. know that. A lot of I either cut my hair off and then grow it out, cut my hair off and grow it out. But the thing is, is it takes a really long time to grow it out. So I haven't done. I think that we had opposite hairs for a while. Do you remember Angie had long hair and I had short hair? And then we like we always like flip. (laughs) If you looked at our photos that we did, and then we were like inverted. But yeah, you you all of a sudden showed up what like three weeks ago, and I you just cut all your hair off. Yeah, I mean, I my hair, but my hair grows really easily. But it's interesting. It's similar to um, like, and, hey, did you see Catherine has a new haircut? 
Yes. Well, I mean, it's kind of a regular haircut. No, it looks, no, it's like totally different. Oh, okay. Yeah. It looks cool. Yes. It looks wonderful. Sorry for this is bad podcasting, but anyway, we'll have to, because you can't see what Catherine looks like, but trust me, she looks great. But it's also similar to like, you know, I think we've all been in a situation where maybe you had to wear somebody else's clothes for some reason. And I know I'm just like, oh my God, like, I'm like, this is so not me. Or like when I've been in a wedding, in a bridesmaid in a wedding and you have to wear something that you're prescribed to wear and someone does your makeup and your hair and you're like, I'm like, I look like I, I. I don't I, I don't like how I look, right? Because we're so accustomed to our identity being a particular way. So well, I have one one personal story. And Catherine, you can you don't have to share a personal story, but I do have also my own story, like when my 101 feng shui story, which is that, and I'm sure the podcast listeners have heard this, but you you have to hear it again, or you can just stop the stop playing this. When I first took my first feng shui class. The first thing I learned was how to set up the bed in command. And I was like, oh, my bed's not in command. So it was pushed up against the wall. I mean, I could see the door, but it was against the wall. And it was along the wall of aligned with the bottom of the bagua. And so I moved my bed so that it was diagonal to the door and it was in command. And I was actually dating my husband at the time. And my therapist at the time I, you know, I told her, oh, she actually was the one that encouraged me to start studying feng shui. And I said, yeah, I moved my bed. And she's like, Angie, this is the first time I've seen you make a change in your environment to accommodate someone. And then I just like, for me personally, a lot of things come came up. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I always had my bed up against the wall. And then like my boyfriend would be like squished up against the wall. Nobody wants to sleep on the wall side, right? Especially when you're not at your own home. And like, I was like, I've just been trapping my boyfriends all these years, trying like trapping them in the corner all these years. And my husband has this funny story about like when we first started dating, like we were watching TV and I fell asleep, but then he didn't want to like get up and go to the bathroom and wake me up. And it's like sitting in the like the aisle, the window seat on the airplane and like the per- the person like is sitting in the window seat asleep, like so it's just very funny, but it's true because we can all imagine how it is like if you had to share the bed with someone. And it wasn't easy for you to get in and out of bed. You're not in your own place. Like it creates already like this interesting power dynamic. And so there's so much, so many nuances to that. Right. But now we're married and it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I, I love, I love hearing the stories and I'm, I, I'm hoping people will send us more stories, you know, and, mm-hmm. and respond to the podcast and because we learn from them as well. And, and then we can share them and inspire other people to make changes. And I think that's, that's a really wonderful part about the three of us in relationship as women being creative and sharing. It, it's really important. And I, I, I so value our relationships. And I think your hair looks great. Just don't want to circle back on that. I want to circle back to that, Catherine. Well, your hair always looks great, actually. It does, but... Because Catherine has this, like, nice wave thing that goes on. And I think it's natural. So, because I have straight hair, so I always want wavy hair. And when it does wave, it doesn't wave the way I want it to. But yours always has, like, this nice, like, 
like natural beach wave style beach wave yeah speech beach wave speech well, you know it's interesting because i did meet a gentleman at the grocery store um the day after i got my haircut not in terms of romance oh. i'm not looking for romance but he, i he, we started to talk and he he was the checker and we started to have a conversation and i've been thinking about training a service dog and he does that for a living oh. and so oh. i think that's part of this it's mm-hmm. it's it's not just about romantic mm-hmm. relationships. It's about relationships and making friends. And and that happened the day after I got my hair cut. Mm-hmm. So, yay. <laughs> so everyone out there, the, the feng shui adjustment we're telling you to do is cut your hair. <laughs> and yeah, and there you go. And then see what happens. <laughs> well, thank you both for sharing your stories and sharing about this and thank you also listeners for listening to our podcast we hope all of you have a loving and accepting and cultivated and and serene valentine's day are those good did i miss any words what do you guys think yeah generous yes laura you have anything you want to add fun Fun. I know that's not. I know that's not a word that's associated with it. But yeah, whatever. Fun. I mean, fun. fun Valentine's Day. And so, yes, thank you. And then we will see you next week for another episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. And sign up for our mailing list. And thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>